Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! We're starting a new book today. We sure are. Do you know what it is? It's Second Chronicles. Chapter 1. Chapter 1. Yes. and Oh, you, you know what else? What? David's fucking dead. I know, I was just going to say, <laughs> do you remember where we left off? Yes. At First Chronicles? David's dead. David's dead and Solomon's taken over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of happy. I know. In 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 the context in so of the chronicler, as, yeah, that David's dead. 
Yes. Thank, I'm just saying. Thank like, goodness. We're done with David. We don't have to listen to him like suck his dick anymore. Although, although he liked him so much that we might have to hear like residual David stuff. <laughs> I don't really know. Residual like, David. I'm just saying, like that's that's kind of the David that never ended. I mean. I don't know. This is the David that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing and not knowing what it was. And they'll just keep on singing it forever just because this is the David that never ends. It's a hit. We're going we're gonna to be like number one on the charts. Yeah. You think? Yeah. yeah. Publish that on like Apple uh, Music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Be, be on the lookout for, for it, everybody. In no, no way, no, yeah, right. No, no way whatsoever. Happening. Yeah, no, no. Okay, you ready to get into this shit? I am ready to get into this shit. Let's Okey-dokey. do this. Okay. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 1. <laughs> Are you just in a singing mood today or what? I'm always in a singing mood, but always, I'm, huh? I'm very excited that we are moving right along through this. Yeah, ding dong, the David's dead. And guess what? Second Chronicles is pretty short. Like, there's not hey, a lot of chapters. This is working out well. Yeah. I yeah. think there's like 36 chapters, maybe. That's a lot of chapters, actually. No, that's actually not. It's more than, there's only 29 in First Chronicles. I know, but there's like a bunch in the other books. This is still a relatively short book. All right, all right. I'm just saying. I'm the one that's reading this shit. I know. <laughs> hey? But it's one of those chapters that has a lot of chapters. Is it Psalms? Because it's like the chapters are like three okay. page, you know, three sentences long. That that book I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> Just to be clear. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Solomon's son David. Wait, what? Solomon's no. son of David is what I, I meant like, to say. Wait a second, that's not correct. That's backwards. Yeah. yeah. Solomon, comma, should be there, comma. Yeah, yeah. Son of David, mm-hmm. comma, is how that should I got read. It, I got it. Took firm control of his kingdom. Firm. Firm. He was very firm. For the Lord his God was with him and made him very powerful. Okay. That's what happened. Yeah. Solomon called together all the leaders of Israel, the generals and captains of the army, the judges, and all the political and clan leaders. Then. That's my favorite part. The the then. Then. (laughs) He led the entire assembly to the place of worship in Gibeon, for God's tabernacle was located there. Oh, okay. Parentheses voice ready. I'm ready. This was the tabernacle that Moses, the Lord's servant, had made in the wilderness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was a very detailed making of that tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, they tried to make. There. They tried to make um, the the new. Um, land building, yeah. right? They tried to make that as detailed as the ark. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with the whole God gave David all the plans for this. And it's like, mm, but did he though? Maybe we should, you know how they have the Ark experience or Ark encounter down there in Kentucky or whatever with mm-hmm. uh, what's his face? The the dude that runs that thing. Yeah, I don't know that guy's um, name. But Ham, yeah. Ken Ham. Oh. Or I think that's right. Ken, Ken, Ken something. Was, I think it's Ham. Anyway. Whatever. Who cares? Right. Um, but anyway, we should build the tabernacle experience. Oh my God. And just put up a fucking tent. And charge people for it. (laughs) We'll put a box inside. That's awesome. (laughs) Yes, I'm here for this. Ooh, that reminds me. You know how we live across the street from a church? Yeah. Um, there's a might there's a new sign up, like somebody just bought it. It's been empty for ages. Yeah. And And we've been wondering what's gonna like there's been people working on it. Yeah, like they were painting the um trim and stuff like that. Yeah, so we've been wondering what the fuck's going in there. Yeah, like somebody clearly bought the place and they're cleaning it up and doing work on it. And now there's a new sign out front that says what is it? W B A C. W B A C. Yeah, and the only thing I could find was Western Baptist Association churches or something. Yeah, if you guys know what WBAC is, please reach out and let us know. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I could find online, but if you know better than us, then please. Please. We want to know what's what we're in for here. What is happening? We're already very concerned. Like, we were like, please not Baptist, please not Baptist, but then now we think maybe it's Baptist. Because what else could the B stand for? Right. I was scared at first when I saw WB. I was like, wait, Westboro Baptist Church? What? What? That's, but that's a church. I don't think that's like a like denomination that's out there it could be like they're spreading they could be spreading they could have like out churches i don't know how they run (laughs) shit man do i look like i understand church organizations right but anyway if anybody knows exactly what wbac is let us know let us know we we need to know what's going in across the street from us so that we can prepare ourselves prepare ourselves i mean what what are we gonna do i don't know just we should we... we should nail we should get a knife and we should like um Put our business card in their door. Oh you know, God. just like uh, like the uh, um, Martin, shit, Luther, Martin Luther, the yeah. 39 yeah. theses or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should do that. Normally, we'll just put like one of our flyers that we have. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> not, not with a knife in the door. That, yeah, no. That wouldn't fly. Maybe we could get like one of those knives that um like go in on themselves like for like ha- for Halloween. <laughs> you know, and then just tape it up there. No, because. Just for the hell of it. They would take it as um a threat. And then they would find out that it was us and we would get in trouble for threatening them, even yeah. though that's not what the intent was at all. Right. It was just funny because, you know, yeah. we wanted to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we could tape, um, we could tape one of our flyers up and we could use washi tape with hearts on it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. That or would be unicorns. Much unicorns. It's a much better approach. Yeah, much I like that. Yeah. I like that. Much less uh, aggressive. Right. Yeah. See? I yeah. Like that. That's okay. better. Let me continue this. Okay. David. David? Still got to talk about David. No, I was right. He's residual, dead. Yeah. Residual David. He had We're already, just going to refer to him as residual David. Residual David <laughs> had already moved the Ark of God from Cariath Jerem to the tent he had prepared for it in Jerusalem. The tent being the tabernacle or just a tent? The tent. Remember, the tent. he was told, don't be building shit for me. Right, but was it the tabernacle or was it just a tent? It was a tent. Well, then where's the tabernacle? Because it's still there somewhere they're talking about it. I don't fucking know. Why wouldn't they just set up the tabernacle? I don't know. (laughs) But the bronze altar made by Bezalel, son of Uri, and grandson of Hur, was there at Gibeon in front of the tabernacle of the Lord. 
So Solomon and the people gathered in front of it to consult the Lord. Okay. They were consulting him. Yeah. Um, they were he consultants. He was part of the meeting. They sat down. They had a meeting. And the Lord was at the other side of the table. Wait, if you consult somebody, does that make you the consultant or the person you're consulting is the consultant? The person you're consulting is the consultant. So God is a consultant. Right. I guess okay. you're like the consultees or something. Oh, I'm not okay. really sure Okay. Okay. So, so they were like, we're consulting you. Yeah. And God is like, I am the consultant. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Yeah. Hypothetically. Right. There in front of the tabernacle, Solomon went up to the bronze altar in the Lord's presence and sacrificed 1,000 burnt offerings on it. That's got to be really time consuming, you know? <sighs> How long do you think it takes to sacrifice 1,000 sacrifices? I, I don't know. That's got to be, it's got to be taking a long, really, really fucking long time. I mean, when I think about how long it takes me to write 1,000 words, it's about an hour. Right, just how many, but think if it was like sacrifice. If I had to light uh, something on fire every right. time. Yeah. yeah. That would take probably a good three hours at least, I would I mean, think. if you're just like, I mean, if you're throwing in the same fire and you're just like kill and throw, kill, throw, kill, throw okay, on the fire, right? Like, think about just lighting candles. Yeah. Like, it took me a good couple minutes to light this three-wick candle earlier yeah. this evening. And then you almost caught the carpet on fire. I did, because the match <laughs> burnt, like, real quick. And, um, well, first it went light, because I got cheap matches from, like, the dollar store or whatever. Yeah. And then, um, so I finally got it to light, and by that time, it burnt itself down real quick, and I accidentally dropped it and had to, like, uh -huh. pat it out. <laughs> right, right. And then, so I did it again, but then... Um, only one of the wicks lit and I was like, God damn it. And then I had to light the other two. So, I mean, it took me a good, like solid three or four minutes to light this fucking three wick candle. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you consider that, like, let's round that up to five cause you're dealing with animals. So right. five minutes, three. But they're not lighting them on fire. They're killing them and then throwing them on a fire. And, but I'm assuming like they usually eat this stuff afterwards. So like it's not just throwing oh, it on the yeah, fire. Yeah, it's preparing. They've got to prepare it. them. So you got to prepare, oh, wow. butcher, and throw on a fire a thousand animals. It takes for fucking ever, right? That they must have been there a week, right? That night, well, that, apparently, apparently it only, only took like a day. Yeah, it took just the one day. They're like I'm really good at killing animals. Watch this shit. I mean, they do it a lot, right? So right. They have so, a lot of practice, right? Yeah. That night, God appeared to Solomon and said, "What you want?" <laughs> Ask and I'll give it to you. Damn, he just appeared, huh? What you what you what you want? The question is though, was it in a dream or was it like appeared appeared? Because I there's seem a to difference. recall. I seem to recall when we read through this earlier, like whatever Second Kings or whatever. Yeah, I tend to think that it was in his dream because remember he's like, I don't need nothing, just make me wise. Right, but like sometimes when they want to make someone seem more important, they just use the word appear mm -hmm. and at night, right? Yeah, but and like, they leave it. But they don't clarify. And But then earlier in the Bible, though, they're like, yeah, God doesn't show himself to anybody. So Right. So then you're like, Which so he doesn't show himself, but he, he appears to people. Yeah. But does he, okay, whatever. Who cares? I think it was a dream. Who I think cares? he appeared in it's a gonna, dream. We're going to go with dream. Solomon replied to God, you showed great and faithful love to residual David, my father. And now you have made me king in his place. Oh, Lord God, please continue to keep your promise to residual David, my father. For you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. False. Right. That is hyperbole times infinity. Right. Yeah. We worked. Give, that, remember, we worked that out with the yeah. sand and counting in yeah. one of those episodes of 
like last week or something. Yeah, yeah. Give me the wisdom and knowledge to lead them properly, for who could possibly govern this great people of yours? Wait, Solomon's the most wise ever. Not yet. Is this God but he's gonna him, is God he's God's gonna make him yeah, the most wise. He's okay. about to make okay. him wise because that's all he asked so that's for. What, that's what he, yeah. But the the conversation went a little bit differently. Because before God was like, Oh, well, he did say what do you want? Yeah. And I'll give it to you. So right. okay, yeah. All right. Conversation sounded a little different before than this one, but okay, it's sure. very similar. Okay. God said to Solomon, because your greatest desire is to help your people and you did not ask for wealth, riches, fame, or even the death of your enemies or a long life, but rather you asked for wisdom and knowledge to properly govern my people, I will certainly give you the wisdom and knowledge you requested, but... I will also give you wealth, riches, and fame such as no other king has had before you or will ever have in the future. Damn. Here's what I want to know. Like, I all the time hope for um, happiness for my children, health, happiness, um, right. a good, nice life for them. Like, that's not selfish. Right. That's kindness. But don't get I never get any riches or, or I don't need fame. Honestly, I don't want fame, but I don't get wisdom or fame or riches or wealth. Nothing. Right. No, we don't get any of that shit. But they, they are pretty healthy. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> our kids are doing great. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, all things being equal. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty healthy. Right. I guess, I guess you celebrate your fucking victories where you get them. Yeah? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Then... Solomon returned to Jerusalem from the tabernacle at the place of worship in Gibeon, and he reigned over Israel. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay, next little bit. Solomon built up a huge force of chariots and horses. But why? He was going to be a peaceful king. He just liked to build things. Mm, okay. And he didn't know yet that there wasn't going to be But it was war. prophesied by God. God mm. said that he would be the peaceful one because that's why he was going to be the one to build the... But he told that to... David. Yeah, with David's fucking Solomon's dad. But he didn't tell that to Solomon. Solomon doesn't know. But, okay. But it's in the Bible, so it's a prophecy that's known, according to the Bible, at the very least. But it's not known to Solomon. Why? Why? It's known it wasn't by... written down yet. Then how did it get written down? Did somebody later just assume yes. that, that happened? Yes, somebody later wrote it down. But Solomon... someone, that means somebody had to know. Yeah, David probably told his, like, churchy guys. He didn't necessarily tell his son. And the churchy guys didn't tell the new king? Probably not. I don't believe that shit. Okay, I don't know. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horses. He stationed some of them in the chariot cities and some near him in Jerusalem. The king made silver and gold as plentiful in Jerusalem as stone. And valuable cedar timber was as common as the sycamore fig trees that grow in the foothills of Judah. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Cilicia. The king's traders acquired them from Cilicia at the standard price. Yeah, I remember them saying that actually the in the last time. Standard price. But you know, this is this is this is more in line with what I remember happening is that mm -hmm. Solomon was trading with all kinds of people and yes. brought all this shit in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. Like, but, like, they attributed this to David in the last couple of chapters. So, mm -hmm. I'm like, no, this was Solomon. And this they're kind of Solomon. touching on it, but they're leaving out the yeah. fact that... Solomon like, set up like, all this trade. And he got some stuff on top of what David got. Yeah. And by the time it was all done, you know, it was yeah. very plentiful. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it wasn't plentiful. <laughs> Solomon went out and got all that shit. And 
Um, they're saying like it was as common as the stones in the road. No, it fucking wasn't. He had it imported. Right, right. And he set up all these trade deals. Yeah. And it was cool. Right. And I'll grant you, maybe Dave, you know, people were scared of the Israelites at this point because of because of David, because sure. David was conquering and killing people and yeah, shit. And left and right. Whatever, and then Solomon just reaps the benefits. Sure. But whatever. At that time, chariots from Egypt could be purchased for 600 pieces of silver and horses for 150 pieces of silver. Dang. So chariots were more expensive than the horses that pulled them. I guess that yeah. makes sense because they got parts. Right, right. They were then exported to the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Aram. The end. Okay. I Sure. So, so Solomon's here. I don't, I don't Solomon's know. He here. Had, he had a bunch of stuff, and then he started exporting it a bit, apparently. He sold it. Like, <laughs> like, eh, I got it. I don't really need it. You guys can have it. I Just just give me I, some money I in return. I don't recall that. Like, I guess he needed all that money to make the sea. I guess, yeah. Oh, that's probably what it was. Yeah, he's probably like, you know what? I don't need all these things. I'm going to sell some of this he to make sold, a big bathtub. Yeah, he sold the horses and the chariots. So that he could, remember he made all of those like gold shields. Right, and, right. And that big old wing spanning thing. We shouldn't worry though. Everything he did was probably the best move because he's the wisest. He is the wisest. So he, everything he did was probably correct and right. Because we just have to trust in the fact that he was the wisest ever. He The wisest was, person ever. He was a wise motherfucker. A wise ass. A wise ass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, that was Second Chronicles chapter 1. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Second Chronicles chapter 2. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.